Oh, uh, that guitar, dude. Yeah, he writes wow. some of the coolest riffs. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Also, like, the weird Moog fucking around sounds. Yeah, dude. Oof. Ben Kenny is one of my favorite bass players. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. And I think, is this the album he joined the band on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think from The Root, he was from The Root. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Incubus always sounded like, to me, like if the Red Hot Chili Peppers like went to college instead of just like smoking weed and (laughs) putting socks on their dicks. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, dude. His voice is so crazy, like cool and, hi- and high, and like sings all these different styles. Like the band too, like just a lot of different styles going on. Yeah, like you could just call it rock, but I mean the whole band's pretty multinational, yeah, like, ethnicity-wise. Like that note is high. Yeah. This is so cool. Ooh, new guitar. Yeah, yeah. Came out of nowhere. Gotta get that lift. Yeah. <laughs> and like these sections are always really cool. Oh yeah. It's like oh. Incubus almost sounds like they're about to play jazz. Right. Like, they never really get there, (laughs) which is good, probably. Because who needs that bullshit? Right. (laughs) I always really like their, like, weird harmonies, too. Yeah. It doesn't sound like thirds. No, yeah. I've been doing fucking hella ear training. I wish I could just pick oh, it really? out. Yeah, because my hands don't work anymore. Uh, so I'm like, my brain, that's all I've got. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of my brain, I always feel like Incubus is a really cerebral group. Oh, yeah. It's a weird word to use to describe rock music. Yeah. They really do it super well. Yeah. Let me just hit this riff one more time. Oh, yeah. They're so good. <laughs> Welcome to Listen to This. I'm Ben Williams. I'm here with Luke Campolietta. Today we're going to talk about a really, 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 really cool song that is A Crow Left of the Murder by the amazingly groundbreaking and super cool group Incubus. Um, the song was released on February 3rd, 2004, and it was recorded at the legendary Southern Tracks in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, sir. Somebody's got that board out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think the board is maybe at Madison. Oh, nice. I haven't been over there yet. I think that's where, though. I think that's where it ended up. <laughs> I wonder if they just touch it sometimes and they're like, oh, Incubus. Oh, yes. They worked on a lot of records oh, at Southern Tracks. Like what? Well, let's just get into Southern Tracks for a minute. Well, yeah, I, I think they have a Wikipedia page. Oh, nice. Because I know, I think they also they did. Just off the top of my head, I think that they recorded the Battle of Los Angeles, the Rage Against the Machine yeah. album there, yeah. which is funny. They you did know, that. they um did a lot of Deftones stuff. Nice. It the song um, "A Crow After Murder" was produced and mixed by. No, noted god of thunder brendan o'brien yeah who I, know we, who I know we talked about on this podcast before but i can't remember what episode um he's a fucking great 
uh, producer, engineer. It, 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 this is kind of the first question I was going to ask before I, I, I'll give more background, but Brandon O'Brien is pretty special. But like, why don't we get a ton of producers slash mixers? Because it looks like he produced and mixed a lot of the stuff yeah. he recorded, including this song and this record. It just it seems pretty rare in like my research and also time, my experience. Yeah, at that time it was. Um, I don't know, Brandon. Whatever I've heard, whenever I've heard like stories about Brandon O'Brien, um, I've heard stories that he just likes to go, 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 yeah, go, yeah. do it, do it, do it. We're gonna Good, do it I like now. that too. Like, we're just like <laughs> like lightning in a bottle, yeah. type of producer. And this is also like this is years ago. This is obviously like early two thousand. Like I'm sure things have changed. It's crazy because 2004 still feels like three years ago to yeah. me. Yeah, I remember the story that my the owner at Patchwork had worked had done some sessions with Brandon O'Brien, and he remembers this one story about Brandon, and it may have been with Stone Temple Pilots oh, or something because cool. you know, that's like that was yeah, his yeah. thing, and like the tape machines weren't working and they couldn't figure it out, and Brandon just goes and starts shaking them, <laughs> just start working. <laughs> That sounds like an Atlanta session for sure. <laughs> um, a Crow After the Murder is also the title of the album, yeah. which went on to sell 1.9 million copies. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a lot. It won the hearts of fans and critics alike. Yeah. Incorporating elements of art rock, which is my favorite term because yeah, well, it doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, it's like I, I, put, <laughs> I put Incubus kind of in the same group with Deftones, not musically, yeah. but they both at the beginning of their career got thrown into like the, this new metal thing. Yeah, yeah. And after, and when this was maybe their third record, and I think mm. the Deftones' third record, both took them out of the new metal genre. Yeah. And Incubus went on to, like, to do this art rock, and Deftones went on to do like this dream metal stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cause this song, like, this record had a couple radio hits that it were did. like I mean, maybe, it had Megalomaniac. Megalomaniac, on it. and then also, um, what was that other one? Talk Shows on Mute. Oh, that's a great I one. I think, yeah. I, I love the song on this one, um, What's the Fear of Going Outside? Agoraphobia. Oh, agoraphobia. That's yeah, another yeah. good song. Because when, when I was doing some research for this one for the podcast, I put it on. It's the first track on the album. Yeah. And then I just listened to the rest of the it's album. Isn't it I was amazing? like, yeah, it it's great. I was like, this is so cool. Yeah, it's a great album, um, dude. So it's like, it got art rock, alternative rock, metal, jazz, pop, hip hop, and progressive rock. Yeah, it's got it all. Which is funny because, like, in, in my mind, I feel like this era was rock and roll, sort mm-hmm. of like last gasp at yeah. being like, relevant in terms of like popular culture yes now like it'll come back everything does that's just the nature of of the world like we're not as creative as we think we are right so like we'll run out of shit like you know then with the like when young nudie puts out his like 112th album i think people will be like yeah maybe this incubus this fucking rock (laughs) shit is where it's at but like it's just crazy because it, rock was pretty much on top right now. Yeah, in '04, it was definitely. And like now, it would. It seems like uh, it's. It is unfathomable that somebody would make a record that sounds like this Absolutely. nowadays. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. We we went and just looked at the rock charts one day, and half of the stuff on the rock charts were like legacy acts. Yeah, it's like Guns and Roses. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and <laughs> the most popular new rock song is "Sweet Child of Mine." Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, like, it literally, like I, we were literally looking at the computer screen, being like, "This is insane." <laughs> and like, I think that is like Incubus is like kind of like we're gonna do all these styles at once, e- even though you're gonna group us in as rock. It's really cool and sort of fits with the title mm-hmm. of the song and the record because mm-hmm. it's almost like they like like uh like they're just the out- they just feel like an outcast. Yeah, which is really cool. Because that's like how you make people remember your shit. Right. Because there were probably a lot of other groups around this time that don't get the love that Incubus gets. Right. 
I agree. Um, Limp Biscuit, I'm looking at you. A, gr- a group that I love. I love. <laughs> that name is so weird. Though. Yeah, it's a weird name. Also, like, I think Fred Durst is a pretty good singer, right. but he's got the shittiest rapping voice that I've I ever know. heard in my whole I life. Know. I can't listen. Yeah. To <laughs> <laughs> um, this on on this Incubus album, this song, they really let this fucking guitar player cook. Dude, he's he sick, really does man. it. He's fucking Mike sick. Enziger. Yeah, did yeah. I pronounce that correctly? I think so. Yeah, he was like the first person, like being into his music. Him and Tom Morello were really the first dudes right. who I, who made me aware of like guitar effects. Yeah, like big pedal like pedal guys. boards, yeah. and it was really cool because I remember in when I was younger, even noticing he had that fucking line six. Yeah weird green delay pedal and he yeah. would like experiment with all these weird delays and like looping he would do it all really ahead of his time well the guy was extremely talented i think he yeah. actually engineered their first record which yeah, was on yeah. a major release yeah like, he's not like some just like slub like he knew he knew what he's doing no no but i i like i i do think this is the album where he maybe it's because he's not focused on engineering right he really kind he of came put, out yeah, yeah and they let him do what he did yeah um Damn, Incubus, so many great songs. I know, that whole record <laughs> is so good. Um, this is the first album by Incubus to feature the great Ben Kenny on yeah, bass. Yeah, man, dude's who, fucking sick. Who, interestingly, we, you, we said that he played for The Roots, but he was, he a, guitar was a guitar player, player for The Roots, yeah. which I don't understand it. Yeah, he was a Also, how does player. The Roots lose all the good members of their band over time? Like, at one point, they, they supposedly had Ben Kenny and Scott Storch. Yeah. Where'd they go? I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe it's just one of those things like it's just like a launch pad for yeah. guys to then grow and blossom. It's like the roots is just a vehicle for you to like get your chops up. Yeah, yeah. You know? But it's crazy that he played guitar and then he comes in and is just like this really hip bass player for a I rock group. I wonder how he got the gig. Like, yeah, I wonder yeah. if he knew the DJ or, or what. I wonder how, like, <laughs> how do you go from the roots to like California rock band they're like you know? a california crew i think they're california that makes sense california's a big state yeah but they have the same amount of senators as <laughs> 40 fucking million people and they got the same amount of senators as all these other states nobody gives a shit about i'm looking at you wyoming i'm kidding <laughs> it's so crazy isn't it i don't know how it works i just think like this the incubus does sound like a california band oh definitely dude. um and it's cool that they recorded in atlanta there's yeah. a, there's a, apparently a dvd about the making of this record that oh, this has lo- that has a lot of footage. Yeah, I couldn't oh, I couldn't wow. find it like in my quick online oh, I wanna perusal. Look, I, I wanna find that. And I don't have a DVD player anymore, so it's tough. No, no, no. no I don't even have a CD player. Yeah. Like, I, I, like on my computer, it's like one of those those I think, things. Yeah, if I, if we get it, I have a CD player. Oh yeah, we can a watch. DVD. We, we can, can watch on it. My old iMac. I bet it'd be crazy. I bet they're like they're talking about shit like, oh, can you believe like Rikishi ran over the rock. Oh. <laughs> Remember Rikishi's move the butt? Or he, he ran like, over Stone Cold. That's right. Yeah, the stink face. Yeah, st- oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that face. was weird. Oh, it's the early 2000s. We were so what a time. Into that it's shit, like, man. Listen, like watching Rikishi stick his ass in people's face, listening to Incubus, being like, Peyton Manning's pretty good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What else was going on in 2004? We were probably like invading some poor country. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Great times. <laughs> yeah, times. exactly. Loved it. Um, how do you write, like, how do you write a crazy guitar riff that's so good? And what is the difference between a riff and anything else that's not a riff? This is like a big shining question. And maybe yeah. there isn't a difference. Yeah. I sort of think there is, but I to wanted to know what you think. To me, number one, I wouldn't know how to write a, an amazing riff because I'm not that good. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure... 
just write something yeah. that millions of yeah. people like yeah. and then it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing and that's how i feel but i think what delineates a riff from like a guitar part yeah or whatever as a riff i think ha- bases its fundamentals and mm. the rhythm of yeah the yeah yeah i think that's the i would agree riff. i would i would call it like a tight rhythmic figure yeah. that's that's designed to be interesting and engaging on its own but yeah. then carry on when other stuff is going on yeah and like this is such a cool guitar riff yeah. and like it's weird i like i hear it and i don't quite know what's going on yeah. which is unusual because i'm a genius <laughs> <laughs> well, well that's the thing is like yeah. riffs typically aren't harmonically complex no 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 and so what makes this one so interesting is it is harmonically complex yeah. i'm like even i'm like man this is this is insane this and, is cool and it's in like two sections like it or like the voices it, he really uses the full range of the guitar which yes. is something that only good guitar players do definitely um that's a, that's a sure sign that somebody's a good guitar player if you hear them play the bass notes on the guitar and some of the higher ones in the same passage it's yeah. like oh you know what you're doing because i was thinking like a few weeks ago we did some 41 fat lip yeah great riff yeah right Dun- this riff is like has like way more going on well, yeah <laughs> it's like <laughs> and it's like just using that whole harmonic range is really cool it's like high level shit that he can make it sound as groovy as like a regular just like crushing yeah riff on like Distorted the same string on the spider too yeah i guess like and that's spider too incubus was definitely like spider too i'm sure they were like sponsored by line six and didn't play them <laughs> definitely Doesn't that just feel like something that they I would feel do like I, f- I saw them live like front row oh sick yeah I when it, um and it was deftones and incubus actually was it like recently it was like maybe two or three years ago oh shit so like the kind of the comeback i don't know if it's a comeback but kind of yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> Does Incubus put have they put out records since this one? This one was yeah. so this one was oh they did light grenades. I remember that one. Oh, that was from like year years yeah, ago. Yeah. Well lightning grenades was amazing. Yeah. Um they put out um Black Earth Inertia, mm-hmm. which was amazing. I gotta check that one out. Um but I think he plays through a Vox. Oh nice, nice, yeah. A classic a Vox. Class. Vox are great. V A U X. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, what is that? That's the South Park version. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I have a Vox. I Vox? thought it was spelled with a zero. Screw you guys. I'm going home. But Carmen, we're trying to... Screw you guys. Yeah, this song's cool, man. Um, Lyrically, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I will say like... Well, isn't it, a crow left of the murder? It's like, it's a... It's like a proverb or something, isn't it? Maybe. It's like... It the, means something. The way that I understand it is it's like... It's like... Uh, a, like a murder is what w- is the phrase that we use to describe a group of crows. Right. So the way that I kind of understood the title was it's like, like one crow is not a part of the rest. Right. It's, but, it makes sense. but then also like part of it could be, and like for me, that's why I was thinking like incubus, like they don't feel connected to other groups because right. they kind of have their own sound. But uh, then there, yeah, but then yeah, there yeah. could be something about like mur- murdering, like the actual, the way that we understand murder, mm-hmm. not as like a group of crows, but like to kill someone. Right. <laughs> and it's like, maybe that they're trying to like kill what you, ex- what we expect of them on like their previous records. Interesting. This is like me going too deep into it. When I pursed through the lyrics and tried to examine what he was saying, I got fucking nothing like crazy imagery, really cool to read, but I didn't understand it at all, which like props to him. Yeah. His name's also Br- Brandon. Yeah. Brandon Boyd. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah, yeah. O'Boyd. Not- <laughs> O'Boyd. <laughs> fucking Celtic it. music. I got nothing else on Brandon O'Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> uh.